Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So, to find out all about love, we have an expert on love. She's a writer, journalist for The Independent and The Oldie, and an agony aunt. Will you please welcome the fantastic Virginia Ironside, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely to meet you. Just saw you backstage. Um, Hello, Virginia. Um, You are an agony aunt, so I'm presuming you know all about love. What is love, anyway? And does anybody love anybody anyway? Those are my first two questions to you. God, that's a bit of a mean question. (laughs) Honestly, I'm asked about people being in love, but the whole thing about what is love is incredibly difficult. It's like a piece of soap. You can't define it. Apparently, the Greeks said there were four different kinds of love. There was a, a love of of God, a sort of spiritual one, a love of your children, a love of your friends, and erotic love, which is a love of uh, the opposite sex. It's best of all when it's all so, four together. And I suppose there's also <laughs> love of your football team, I suppose. But yeah. um, 
Uh, so which one are we going to address today? Well, I think we're oh. looking more towards <laughs> the erotic slash romantic yeah, I think love. Are, yes. I think we'll go for, because mm. I think we've, coped, we've dealt with parental love, I think. Uh, oh. the, 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 uh, the smoke machine's not only working, it's working on its own now. That's, it's working just a little bit too well. It's a bit sarcastic, this smoke machine. Uh, so does anybody love anybody anyway? These are Howard Jones from the 1980s, two questions. What is love anyway? Difficult to say. Does anyone love anybody anyway? Yes. Those, that's that answered. Uh, yes, yes, some people definitely do. Yeah. Um, so about romantic, erotic love, is there a, do you think it's possible to have them separately? Is it possible to have romantic love that is not in any way erotic? Or is, it, or is there always a sexual element to that kind of love, do you think? I suppose you could have a romantic love. That, yes, yeah, up to a point. What I always get irritated by is when people write to me and say, the, the problem is, they say... Um, I mean, I love him, but I'm not in love with him anymore. And I think, you lucky people. I mean, you, you don't want to be in love. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a, it, I mean, loving someone is what it's all about, being kind and nice and honest. But to be in love, you're in a state of... I mean, it's like taking drugs. You, you're just bonkers. Yeah. And I don't much like it. I've been in love <laughs> several times myself. And, and now, if it creeps up on me, I do my best to keep it from the door. I'm... <laughs> I'm uh, very wary, I think. Watch out, watch out. This yeah. is no good. Can you control... I mean, because that's what I... Because often people fall in love with the wrong person and then are they able to, you know, say their uh, sister's husband or whatever? Uh, that's happened to me. Uh, and uh, it's very, you know, is it possible to stop it or is it a, is it a roller coaster that you can't stop? Well, it's funny that, isn't it, the um, falling for the wrong person? Because usually one falls for the wrong person again and again and again. And yeah. we've seen it with friends. I'm sure you have. You know, they, they break I've up. I've seen it my, <laughs> with my own life, to be honest. <laughs> they break up with some nightmare they've been going out with. And you think, oh, at last, you know, we'll be able to ask him around with somebody decent. He goes and picks another nightmare exactly the same. <laughs> it's just that he can't resist it. And then another one and another one. Yeah. It's as if people... My theory about love, which is, I mean, it's, I don't know how good it is, but it's, I think that the minute we come out of the womb, we're in a state of loss and misery. And we all want to get back that connection yeah. with, uh, well, with your mother, I suppose. So you're always, as you grow up, after you've grown up... You... There's no-one else available. <laughs> <laughs> and as you, as you get older... When you're independent, you're looking for some other half that's going to fit you and make you whole. And it never really works. You really have to work at loving yourself first, and then you can love somebody else. But if you're always going through needing this other bit of the jigsaw to fit into you, I don't think that's ever going to operate very well. It's like ivy growing into a trellis. It, it's, you know, it's always a bit unstable. Um, and, and also, when it's combined with erotic love, which doesn't actually last. I mean, you, how long have you been married? Uh, well, I've been married for two years, but we've been together for six years. So, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I know sure, what you're talking okay. about. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm like 46 now, so, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm lucky if it, you know... <laughs> Lucky if it, you know, it pops up at all, let alone if anything, if anything comes out at the end. Creeps up my urethra. Which way will it go? I was, I was going to be polite with you, Virginia, I'm sorry. I, uh, 
terribly, terribly, terribly rude of me. But is there something in... I mean, I did, but it was, it was weird with me. I mean, I, I, I think when I was a kid and younger, I, you know, when I was a young man, I, I was really into this idea of meeting the one person, and it really didn't happen for me in that way. And my parents uh, met when they were 13 and have been together ever since and yes. are still, you know, they're, they're still together 60-odd years later. So, you know, I had that as the example. And then I think when I... My, Relationship with my first girlfriend didn't work. I always assumed I'd marry my first girlfriend. Uh, I didn't even have sex with her. Uh, but uh, she was 14, so it's fair enough. Uh, she was 16 by the end. Uh, but uh, but um, it's, you know, so I think I kind of went the other way. But, it, but you sort of so want... It, it's like a... It, We've over-romanticised love, I think, to the, to the extent that, in reality, having a relationship is different than... Just having well, sex yes. with someone and, and mean, that excitement of that. I mean, the arranged marriages work. Yeah. So, and and there's a, a huge emphasis on love. It seems at the moment. When in, when I was young in the sixties, of course, it was all about sex. And then I remember getting letters about you know the, people would think that if they didn't have simultaneous orgasms with their partners, there was something terribly wrong with the relationship and they should get divorced straight away. And if they didn't enjoy sex, that was it. it I mean, sex was the, the big um, predictor, really, of whether a relationship would work or not. I remember reading that if you didn't have an orgasm, you, you were likely to get cancer. You know, you were an uptight, miserable person. But now it seems to have changed a bit, and it's all you've got to love, or rather be in love with your partner before it's going to work. I think it's another myth. I think you've just got to... I think if two people who find each other reasonably attractive (laughs) and decide that they're going to be really kind and honest with each other and make a go of it, I think that'll be... I think of you, you could pick about ten... 20 people here, you could get on with them perfectly well no, if you Not in my audience. No, uh, I mean, for the guys, yeah, there'll be 10 women who are women, so that'll do for these fellas at the front. But the girls go, well, not, no, 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 no. He's all right. Uh, but I mean, that's, what, that's what I find interesting is because, you know, this idea, I mean, it's over romanticizing this idea there's one person in the world just for you and you've got to find them and you, eventually you'll find them. I mean, a, grow up. B, if that's true, it's a bit kind of tight to make me wait, wait 40 years till I find my one. Exactly. It's a bit, it's a bit, un, uh, but you know, in the old days, you'd be in a village and you'd just presumably marry whoever was kind of about the same age as you. If you go to the Big Brother house, it's 12 people in the Big Brother house, two people always fall in love with each other, at least for a short while. Uh, if it's Lee Ryan, he falls in love with a couple of people, back and forth. So if, you know, if in 12 people, two people have fallen in love with each other, that's not a very special thing. No, it's not, no. And, and you always want to fall in love with, or people usually do fall in love with, with people they think are similar in some way. So on the whole, people from the same social backgrounds, all the same village, as you say, get together. Or even, I mean, I, I remember basing quite a lot of love affairs on, um, you know, whether they liked the same films as me. The minute that I met somebody and they said, God, I thought the King's Speech was crap or something, I say, oh, so did I. And, you know, I think, oh, that's so did right. I, Virginia. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> Just found out you live really close. My wife can, you know, I'll let you know when my wife's out. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, I mean, I think, it, you know, I, I did... I was quite cynical about love, and then I did... I mean, I, throughout my 20s and 30s, I think, in my, when I was younger, I was kind of over-romantic and to a, to a degree that just put people off. 
Uh, because you, you know, that's that's it's, it's an odd balance, isn't it? It's if you, not nice. If you come no. straight in and go, I love you, it's going, oh, blimey. Too many flowers. Yeah. 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 No. Well, I kind of, I, you know, I said, I said earlier about the link between being in love and stalking someone and how it's essentially the same thing, mm. but they like, you know, someone in love likes it. But I remember when I was in my early 20s, I kind of, I was sort of fell in love with someone I was working with, and, and she was a bit on and off with me in that she would encourage me, and occasionally we'd meet up and get together, but most of the time she was sort of trying to keep it a secret. And I remember one time, kind of thinking, oh, I'll surprise her, this will be great. I'll go to her house with a bottle of wine and some flowers and I'll, I'll surprise her. So I kind of went and bought a bottle of wine. I didn't have any money, so I bought a cheap bottle of wine and I bought, like, some flowers, not from a, a garage, but as close, you know, out of a bucket mm. from a newsagent. Mm. And, I got, and, I, and she wasn't in, so I sat on the front step for a while with this red wine and these flowers, which I noticed were quite dead. <laughs> and then yes. eventually, after two hours, I kind of gave in and left the wine and the flowers... Yes. The dead flowers yes. on her doorstep, and that's kind of a bit more scary than romantic. To get home and think, "Fuck, there was someone here. He's left me some dead flowers." So it doesn't quite work the way you think it is. But you become sort of obsessive, and uh, and it's not yes. really a, a you know. The, and then it puts people the off. The truth is that I don't I don't think those romantic gestures are awfully easy, and they don't really work. For, well, not for me anyway. I mean, somebody putting the bins out and wiping the kitchen surfaces. Oh, that's romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the way I dirty the kitchen services that uh, are annoying for my wife. Um, so, what do you think happens when we fall? Because I felt, I know, I did have this kind of weird experience when I, when I fell in love with my wife, in that I was, you know, I was sort of bowled over, and it was, it was like a drug. I think you mentioned it being like a drug, but it was, you know, she completely overtook my mind, like a virus, really. But in the in these early, you know, the early stages of it, it was this weird thing of, fee- you know, feeling a thought, something trying to pull me back towards it, which is obviously, you know, just a, yes. an imaginary thing, but, and, and going weak at the knees, and then, th- I didn't see her for two weeks, and I couldn't think of anything else but her for two weeks. That is odd, because there was a report recently about love at first sight, and what the scientists said, and you know what scientists are like, they said that you never do fall in love at first sight. What you do is you rationalise it afterwards. So you see somebody, and then it all works, and then you say, oh, I fell in love. So are you sure you're not inventing this? I, no, definitely not. I would say... <laughs> I definitely not invented, but I would say that's true to the extent that if she had got, you know, if she'd two weeks later said no, which she nearly did, I met with her and I said Look, something's going on and isn't there between the two of us, and she said no, there isn't, <laughs> and I went oh okay, I really thought there was, and she said well maybe there is, but I can't do anything about it because of circumstances at the moment. But you know, to, um, you know I, at that time I was clearly ready to get into a relationship, and yes. a couple of months before I'd seen someone in a bar and really liked them, and then yes. MySpace them—that's how long ago it was—a bit. <laughs> A bit too, you know, they hadn't replied, and then I MySpaced them again because I thought it was weird they hadn't replied, and then MySpaced them again, yeah. and then you get the point where, oh, now I'm in trouble because yeah. now I've MySpaced them three times, <laughs> and they're not replying. So, but if she'd got back to me, we'd at least have been probably going out yeah. at that stage, so yes. I wouldn't have met my wife, or yeah. I would Right. Well, now I've kept her just on the side, it's a little... <laughs> I'd have met her, and, I would definitely have met her and definitely fallen in love with her. Whatever was going on, um, so yeah, I mean, I think there is, you do you do justify it afterwards, certainly, I think to an extent. But it was really, I mean, it was really. Spe- I can show you. I mean, I, you know, I could show you all the messages I sent to her. So they they were definitely it was definitely there. But it was, I don't know it's it's an odd thing. What do you think is going on? Do you think it's is it just chemical? Is it because it didn't even really feel like massively sexual to me. It felt like a spiritual thing. I still did want to have sex with her, but not. I didn't have sex with her for quite a while. I usually would have sex with someone straight away, right? 
you young people, straight, was, straight away, wouldn't it? No, OK. Yeah, yes, that's the one fat there, bang. That was for you. Hello, bang. So, you know, it, was, it felt more spiritual and romantic. Are you analysing me and getting, uh, getting some answers to my problems? <laughs> was it because she looked... What does your mum look like? <laughs> Oh, my God! My mum, my mum looks like Bobby Robson, the footballer. <laughs> and so does my wife. Now I've just seen it. I don't, she doesn't really, I don't think she really looks like my mum. Look a bit like your mum. But I hadn't met your mum then. Does that mean I fancy her mum? Uh, no, I don't think it was an Oedipal thing. Is she your type? Um, I mean, she's funny. I liked her because she's funny. And I'd seen her do comedy and she was very funny. Um... I actually wasn't my type. I really, one of the, the first physical thing, apart from her being very pretty, was that I noticed she had very long legs and I'd never really uh, been no. into legs before. But I, you'd I'd, seen her doing comedy before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you knew what she was like, but it wasn't a little, at first. I well, think. no, it wasn't. No, yes, it wasn't no, exactly. no, no. But then I'd saw... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. You had plenty of time. Rubbish, no. Well, I kind of did as well. I'd seen her a few months before, but before we properly met. But, um, yes. Now, so, I think yeah. it was all building up to this yeah. year. Bang. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The fires had been stoked and yeah. suddenly it erupted. <laughs> Not straight away. Uh, I can... Five or ten seconds. Uh, I can hold on. Uh, the simultaneous orgasm was very, you know, I'm just happy if I come, to be honest. Are you? So... <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let me see what else I've got for you. Um... Do you, and, and do you think there is a... Do you, so we did kind of touch on this slightly. Do you think there is a sort of seven-year time limit that I'm now approaching in this relationship? Is it a seven-year itch? Is, that, is it the time taken to... There's a theory, isn't there, that you fall in love with the time it takes to have and raise children to the state they can look after themselves a bit and then the love dies. That's right, but it's now shorter time, isn't it? Or have they said it's longer? I can't remember, <laughs> but it, I know the itch comes probably five years right. these days, yes. Um, no, 
I, with the th- it's rather like the Grand National, I think, b- being married. It's, if you can get over, what is it, Beaches Baker's Brook. Leap or whatever it's called, yes, and if you can get over, then you're, then you're in the long straight, but you've just got to get over the humps. Yeah. And then by the time you're, you've been together 30 years, you're so intertwined and so sort of unable to disentangle yourself. Even if you don't like each other, your lives are all <laughs> sort of twisted around each other and you've got friends and the whole support system has been created. You can't possibly split. No. So you've just got to get over those beaches, what do you yeah. <laughs> But the modern world is, you know, is, is different, isn't it? It is, and, and I think because people... Um, have too high an expectation for love. So a lot of people will throw away a relationship that's perfectly good. I'm sure that I must have done this uh, a lot. I, mean, I, I had a lot of girlfriends, and a lot of them were really lovely, and, but you found you manufactured some problem oh, with no, them. No, that whole idea that, um, every, that your partner has to be perfect. It's, I mean, there are so many people who write to me saying, I can't find anyone. Uh, uh, w- uh, what am I going to do? And I just say, lower your standards. <laughs> just a bit. You'll find someone easily. <laughs> I think that is true. Um, and uh, what's, what's quite interesting... I mean, I think, well, I, think I talked about this in my, in my show, What is Love Anyway, but it's kind of interests me that um, the, the, when people have this idea that love is so much more than sex, sex isn't important. When you're in love with someone, sex is the, the least important thing. It's, you're in love with them and sex is not about sex at all. But then if you're in a relationship and one of you has sex with someone else... Suddenly, that's bumped up right back to the top again. That's that's the most important thing. You'd think that if being you know if you love someone spiritually, it'd be more upsetting that they'd had a good conversation with someone else. But there's not really divorces over that. Nearly always sex. Well, so that's... I don't know. I'd be jolly cross if somebody had a, a, a spiritual relationship with somebody else. I think I'd if they had a one night stand. I'd just think, oh God, how irritating. But if they were to follow some guru and 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 find a, a, a huge bond and with some other, uh, I, I would I would be really cross. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't like it a bit. No, because no, I'm the one they have the spiritual bloody relationship with. <laughs> so is there an element of sort of insecurity about it? I suppose and selfishness about it because if you love someone, you want them to be as happy as they can possibly be. If they then meet someone who makes them happier than you do, you should go, oh, I love you, off you go. That, I'm, great. I'm delighted you found someone better than me. I want you to be as happy as you can be. Or, no, stay with me and be a bit unhappy, because <laughs> there's a selfish, there's an insecurity in there, isn't, isn't there, there in is, these well, worlds? Well, that's with couples. But, of course, I mean, with friends, one, is, one hopes one's pleased when they find people. But with partners, it doesn't work no. like that, does it? No, you don't want them to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> You just want to... It's like, well, Larry David talks about it being like a competition. Again, marriage becomes a contest rather than... So you're fighting against each other, trying to, to beat the other person in every, in every eventuality, which is... And do you think the increased lifespan that we now enjoy in this modern world is a problem for long-term love? Because in the, you know, in the medieval times, you'd fall in love with someone at maybe 14 or 15 or 16, but they'd be dead by the time they were 23. Exactly. Yes, I do think it's a problem. Yeah. Um, and... I, I can't think how anybody could really bear to be with somebody quite that long. You know, people have married 50 years. I don't get it, because they, either they both haven't changed, in which case there's something really kind of creepy about them, or they have, and they... they, they I don't know how, how they work it out, unless they've managed to change in harmony all the way along, which I don't think is possible. I don't... 
Um, but I hate to say it, but are you going to be married forever? I don't know. I mean, she's going to realise at some point that she could do a lot better than this. See, she's still very happy. As long as she keeps getting chocolates every Valentine's Day, she's, it could be as simple as that. I hope you are. I know, I hope so. I mean, I think we're all, you know, we... Yeah, she's, I've got a thumbs up. I'm doing all right. Six years in. Hooray! Yeah. I, I reckon I could do better. <laughs> <laughs> I do think as long as you're... I really do think it comes down to as long as you're honest and kind, it, you, you really don't have to worry about anything else. That is all. And everybody I know of my age, they say, why did we never know that when we were young? Why were we looking for people who were good-looking or who had money or who were clever? That doesn't matter at all. Kind and honest, that's all you need to have. What about unkind and dishonest people? Are they never allowed to be in love with anyone? <laughs> Get out, bad luck, you're on your own. It'd be nice, it'd be nice. But soon an evolution would work and there'd be none of those people left. I mean, I did a show in 2004 where I did the 12 tasks of Hercules, a modern-day version. Mm. Uh, but one, I decided to change three of them because they were stupid. Uh, and one of the things Hercules did was he impregnated 50 women in a night. Uh, so I decided to do that. In, no, one, I decided, yeah. in one night? In one night he impregnated right, 50 women, yes. which is quite impressive. Yes. Because you know, after the third one, I'm pretty much shooting dust. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> But um, <laughs> I decided to date 50 women in 50 consecutive nights was my take on, on this non... Could we have a definition of what you mean by date? Uh, well, go out for a date. What, what but happened? not impregnate. I didn't, I, I didn't as, as far as I know, impregnate any of them. Any of them? Uh, don't, not, I don't think I did, what, no. 50 dates and no impregnation? No impregnation. Well, well, okay. I'm very careful, gentlemen. You know, obviously, we didn't, <laughs> I didn't have sex with any of them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, it was a very good idea, Virginia. I think I, in t- it was actually a very for dating. I think it's a really good idea because I think you'd, a lot of people do stick to type. So a lot of people think, oh, this is my type of person," and and then they're waiting and waiting, waiting for something to come along. Yeah. And actually, if you're single and other people are single, why not? What we basically what it was was just going out for a drink or a meal or whatever or an event. We tried to do different things each time with someone I didn't know who was also single. Yes. And you discover that basically one in three people you would quite like to see again. Yes. Uh, and actually it's kind of fun and, and it's light-hearted and no-one's taking it seriously. And you're not thinking, oh, we're going to get married, just thinking, let's no. have some fun. And it worked quite well. And, and also the honesty of it, like a lot of guy, you know, men, I think you think, oh, I've got, if I'm playing the field, I've got to lie and keep this one, spin the plates. And, but actually, by, you know, I was completely honest and upfront yeah. about everything that was happening. And it just actually, if, if, if you want to be cynical, being honest worked a fucking treat. Uh, so <laughs> if, you, if you want to be one of those guys, be honest. And then, you know, I don't know if there was an element of... I mean, obviously, I'm pretty incredible, so lots of girls were interested in me. Uh, but I don't know if there's an element of it being like a competition. If there are 50 people and you think, well, that's like a competition, <laughs> will I win? No, uh, I always remember a friend of mine who got millions of women just by saying, I have no interest in commitment at all. Yeah. And they all, every one of them fell thinking, but I'm going to change you. But also, I think, no, lots of women aren't interested in commitment as well. And so, so therefore, no. if you're honest about it, you don't... The, 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 the awful thing to do in dating is to string someone along and go, yes, yes. I'm, I'm in love with you, I'm in love with you, but I'm sleeping with 49 other women. Yes. Uh, but I wasn't sleeping <laughs> for uh, But, you know, if you're honest and, they are, and they're, they're up for that as well, then actually it's, that's quite an attractive thing. Certainly in the early days, I think, because you, you don't want yeah. to... None, you know, you don't want, everyone's a little bit scared of getting committed to someone who's a, a maniac. <laughs> would, one would think. No, maybe not. That's my, that's my, that's what, if I was an agony aunt, that's what I'd say every time someone wrote in. Just go and date 50 people. In, I'd say date seven people in seven days. 
And I reckon you'll go, be going out with someone by the end of the week, or at least two people, two or three people. <laughs> then, right. But I, in the end, I ended up dating about six people you for did. three months. Really? Yeah, and then I, then I got fed up with it, and I realised I liked one of them more than the rest, and I went out with her for a bit. Oh, then, so it worked. So it kind of worked. I did get a... I did have yeah. a... Yeah, I went out with someone for about a year afterwards. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's how dating things on the internet work, isn't yeah. it? That you just go out with endless people and finally one will take yeah. the box. And also, yeah. if you do six at the same time, it's like if you did that consecutively, it would take 18 months, but it only took three months to find one. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I saved a lot of time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's just it's efficient. So that would be my advice to people looking for love. Don't look for love, just go out with... I mean, because also, you, I found, I, there was loads of people I would meet and I'd go, oh, no, don't, you know, I, you're not the kind of person I like. But after the two or three hours with them, you would actually go, oh, there is something there. So you, you would make a decision about someone straight away. And so, sometimes it was right, but sometimes it was really wrong. And you would actually get, quite, get on quite well in the end because you'd been forced to go out with them rather than getting drunk and kissing someone and going, oh, we better go out with each other now and then... To actually, it's honestly, it's my best advice. You'll, it'll all, I mean, it didn't work out. My, that wasn't how I met my wife, but it still was good fun. I think there are very, I think there are very few people actually who, after two or three hours, you don't at least like quite. Uh, yeah. it, you, you, it, I know it sounds rather sort of hippie, but I think you know, most people are quite nice once you yeah, get going. Yeah, I think going. you can really yeah. get on with both, unless they, yeah. they, you know, unless they go. Unless they're monstrous, yes. Yeah, I'm in the SS, the new yes. SS part. <laughs> I, I hate Jews. Oh, I am a Jewish person. This probably isn't going to work out. Um, okay. Well, this is good. This is we're lear- we're, we're, lear- we're learning. And so, what do you think as an as an agony aunt? Do you think you have a perspective? Because I, I had a friend who worked in a genitory genitor genitory urinary I can't say it, a gum clinic a, a, a clap clinic. Let's say that. Yeah, VD clinic. G U M genitory urinary medicine. Now I can say it. Uh, and uh, I think it kind of gave you a perspective on life because you saw. I think we. We sort of pretend, I think people live in a pretend, this pretense that we're all good and we're all behaving nicely. And if you are an agony aunt or a VD doctor, I think you sort of see the, the truth of it, don't you? You see the undercurrent that actually there's quite a lot going on underneath that people aren't, talking, that aren't admitting to. Well, actually what you see as an agony aunt is that even when people are cheating, they, they don't feel good. I mean, if they're writing to me, obviously... They're feeling guilty. You understand why they're doing it. You can view their misdemeanors with compassion. So you don't see it as a, um, you know, oops, saucy, you know, naughty or anything like that. You see it as all very unhappy. Yeah. And I should think it's the same with a gum clinic, actually, yeah. that it, it, may, it may be a good joke in the pub afterwards, but actually it's no fun getting these diseases or, you know, and telling your wife it's horrible. I imagine it would be awful. <laughs> Uh, so, she did say that. I mean, she's been asked out by guys who are coming to her with sexually transmitted diseases, which is quite bold, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll chance my arm. I mean, she's touched my penis, so she's definitely up for it. She's touched my diseased penis. Who wouldn't want a piece of that? Um, and you've got to hit them with a pen. If they get hard, Virginia, you don't want it to hit them with a pencil. That's what you do. Really? If you hit it with a pencil, that's, that usually makes them go down again. That's what I've learned from my friends. So it's not like a knee jerk? It doesn't... No, no. just because I think it's... You just give them a shock and then it goes away. No, it doesn't. It, well, it depends on the... Because some people like to staple them to things, don't they? So they go, right, this is definitely the girl for me. And then if they... I suppose you could stab them with a pencil or, you know, try and sharpen the pencil. 
That would, pro- that would probably put them off. I wish I'd, wish I'd known that in the old days. Do you think there's one special person out there for every person in the world? No, grow up. Nah, no. Grow up. Uh, that's brilliant. I think that is uh, absolutely fantastic. Okay. Oh, well, let's ask about it. Why is God so angry when two people fall in love if they are both men? And why is his only... And why does he, only, why does he express his concern in such a scattergun and random fashion? By sending a flood. <laughs> Do you know the answer to that? Well, you did say you had a relationship with God earlier I on. Did. And I was a bit nervous about that, because uh, I don't actually believe in God. So well. Well, perhaps we're going to have a, a, a ding-dong here. No, no, OK. OK. So I don't think God does get cross, and I don't think he exists. You think? And I don't... <laughs> I think you'd be happy, you know. It's, be just, it's kind of nice if two people fall in love, I think. It doesn't really, you know. I mean, that guy, even that guy's got to fall in love with someone. And it's, you know, to imagine it is hideous. But then it's still... But then it's still kind of... You know, still, there's a part... It's like two... That's the thing I was going to say as well. It's like, I've just... My wife forced me to get cats, right? Or forced us to get cats. I didn't want cats because, you know, you've got to clean up their shit and everything and look after them. But we went into a room and got picked two random animals... Uh, and we've had them for a year. Now I really love my cats. Yes. But if you can fall in love with just two mammals that you found in a room, <laughs> and then just completely randomly, that doesn't say much about love, does it? That's... It's familiarity. <laughs> it is, I think. <laughs> they're in. I'd be quite upset if anything happened. But they're obviously they're going to just die, aren't they? It's, it's just, very, just the point. very odd how you never fall in love with other people's cats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Good. I think uh, that is all brilliant stuff. I think we've got a great interview there. So will you please give a massive round of applause to my guest, Virginia Einstein, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. You may now, if you wish. Please. Thank you. That's brilliant. Thank you. We'll share a, we'll share a cab back to Shepherd's Bush. Richard Jones, life. You know, I think that love... Uh, you know, it is just a, a kind of a fanciful, imagined thing. It's kind of a beautiful thing. It's fantastic that I do love my cats. Uh, I don't know if they... I'm not sure they love me back. I don't think they do. It's, so it doesn't matter. That's where love uh, is a wonderful thing. And I am delighted to be in love with my wife, uh, even if it is a metaphysical, metaphysical nicety born out of the basest human needs. Uh, it's still a, a wonderful thing to express. And I hope if you're in love now, that continues. If you haven't found love yet, you'll... You'll have... It might not happen to you, but, you know, you might... Go, go to Batsy Dog's home and Cat's home and they'll just pick a random flea-bitten bit of shit off the... And then within a year, you'll love it, and that'll be the love of a pet, in a way. It's probably the best you're going to do. So that's... No, but that's... But that's nice. Uh, and, you know, I am glad. I'm glad. I'm glad, because I, I, as a younger man, I did... Uh, you know, I, I lived until, as a sort of itinerant student until I was about... 40 years old, it was pathetic. And I think, you know, I think a lot of men my age envied me the freedom I had, you know, doing, doing whatever I wanted, travelling around, having... It was sort of fun up to extent. It's not as good as you, as you think, fellas. I think when you're about 17 or 18, you think it's a good idea to go out and sleep with loads of different people. I think most of us get a bit older, a bit more mature, into our mid-20s. We realise it's more satisfying to be in a long-term exclusive relationship with someone we have genuine feelings for that we cherish and love. Then we get a bit older... Uh, into our 30s, and we realised, no, no, I was right first of all, but it's... 
Too late, you've got kids now. You'd have to divide up the CD collection. It's more trouble than it's worth. Best just sit it out. Wait for the blessed release of death. And um, <laughs> that, fittingly, is our next subject. Next month's show will be about death. Uh, do come along again. It's fantastic to, to see all of you here. Do watch again at home uh, for free. Uh, and uh, do spread the news about the, the podcast uh, and the video uh, to all of your friends. Uh, it is gonna, most of it's going to be free. Uh, and thank you so much for coming. That is the end of the show. Good night. Thank you. <laughs> How do you like them sky potatoes? (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out. <laughs>